Another episode from the I Know Damo Knows podcast. Yeah. Y'all know I get excited getting on here, man. I ain't touched my fucking podcast and fucking feel like weeks, but I know it ain't been that long. And I just miss, I just miss being on here. I miss my little outlet. I miss getting on here. So y'all can hear my voice. Hell, I can hear my own voice. This is beautiful, man. So welcome back for those of y'all who still with me. Thank you so much for the love, for the support. Trust me, it's not going unnoticed. That is awesome. Y'all, please keep supporting me. I'll do the same for you. And whatever you're doing, you already know it's nothing but love. But we're back with another episode. Are we on episode 14? Why already? Boy, boy, boy. Time flies, does it not? Does it not fly? Needless to say, Critters, I'm glad to be back. Oh, I've missed this so much, and it's so refreshing. But um, welcome back. We're in this thing. And before I go any further, I wanted to first and foremost shout out the song that y'all was just listening to on the intro, coming on in this thing. That is Collide off of the soundtrack for Queen and Slim, uh, <laughs> which is why you guys are here today on this episode. We will be covering... Doing some movie reviews for not only Queen and Slim, a movie that just came out on Friday, last Friday, but also the movie 21 Bridges. Another excellent, excellent film. Um, definitely going to get into both of those later on in the episode. Uh, but yes, that is a song off of the soundtrack. The soundtrack is banging. So if you don't already have the soundtrack, go download it, man. Some really awesome songs in there. Honestly, I probably have about four faves. Uh, Collide is one of my top faves. Um, and that's the song we just heard coming on in this thing. So, yes, Collide also features uh, Tiana Major 9. I don't really know her much, but Earth Gang is also in that song that you guys heard on the way in. So, yep, had to give music cred. Y'all already know how we get down. Always trying to share some new music with you guys. I love music. Y'all know how I get down. So you can always get some new music on every episode. That's 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 what I like. I like new shit. <laughs> I know I'm not alone when I say that. I like new shit. I mean, we all love the oldies, and I listen to nothing but old school music most of the time. But I like to hear new content that sounds good, you know? So that's another awesome, awesome uh, piece right there. Collide off of the 
soundtrack for Queen and Slim. But as I said, that's what we're here to do today. I'm going to get into movie reviews for Queen and Slim and also 21 Bridges, uh, two awesome, awesome films that came out over the weekend. And yeah, we're going to break it all down. But um, before we get into all of that nonsense, let's get into the What's New with Damu. Oh, what's new, Damu? Oh, what's new? <laughs> yeah. So, guys, listen. As you know, I'm moving to my place about a little over a week now. I've been in my new spot, and it's been nothing but a blessing uh, since I stepped in this place. And it's so crazy how things just kind of accommodate themselves once you're in. And, dude, like, it's already, it's, 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 feels complete. It feels mostly complete to me. But someone will walk in here and be like, ooh, you just moved in how long ago? Man, I can't tell y'all the amount of blessings that have fallen into my lap. Like, honestly, it's next level. And so if you did already, if you haven't already, tuned into my vlog. I posted a vlog um, so you guys can get a sneak peek of my place um, and just kind of flow with me. I did a little baby vlog, you know what I'm saying? I got some film from Thanksgiving. As well, me and my girl threw down in the in the crib, first meal, first major meal that I cooked in here with my baby. So it was awesome, awesome times. You know, no one really came through, you know, and it wasn't even like I was necessarily looking for people to come through. Like, yeah, I wanted my, my friends and family to kind of be there and enjoy that moment with me and my woman. But it was just like, shit, I wouldn't give a damn with nobody here. I was still going to celebrate the way I did because I know how thankful I am for what I have and where I've come from. Just honestly, from a year from today, I know the person, the woman that I've evolved into and the accomplishment that I have achieved and the blessings that have literally fallen into my lap. So I was thankful and was going to enjoy my day to the fullest. And that is exactly what I did. Uh, you guys will get a little preview in that in the end, um, a little preview into that on the vlog. So if you haven't already tuned in, please go to my IG, my Facebook, Snapchat. Well, probably not on Snap, but on my IG, on my and Facebook, you'll have the footage on there. The vlog will be up on that. So tune in, get a little piece, and then uh, yeah, y'all get a little, you know, see the behind the scenes on what's been going on with me. Honestly, it's just been nothing but good times, celebrating with my friends and family members. Uh, I wish some like my brother and sister were here in the A, but I know they're coming. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of celebration to do all month long. It's December. I got. Sheila's birthday is tomorrow. My baby, Shiji. I already know my partner crime. Shiji. Uh, her birthday's tomorrow. I love her dearly. She's in Africa right now. Uh, Sheila is home, basically. Sheila's from Kenya. So she's back in Kenya from now until shit, almost the end of this month. So shout outs to my girl, Shiji. I'm going to just go ahead and say happy birthday, bitch. I love you to death. My baby, man, y'all understand me and that woman right there are synced on another level. Like, y'all couldn't even fathom it. <laughs> Just know we speak our own language and we use telepathy a lot of the times. So, anyways, happy birthday, bitch. Also, shout out to my girl Nini. Her birthday just passed the day uh, over the weekend or December 1st, which was Sunday. It was her birthday. We turned up for her uh, Saturday night, I think that was. Had a great time, man. It's just been nothing but good times, guys. I promise you. Like, I when I say that, I mean that. I don't mean that lightly. Like, I have been on a fucking cloud. And I really want to share that energy with you guys today. Like, seriously, man. I know somebody somewhere needs this energy. You might be going through some shit. 
or whatever you feel stuck or whatever you feeling, you feel alone or whatever, nigga, right now, tap into this energy. Please tap into this energy right now, boy. This is next level, man. We got to tap in. You might not be feeling it. Somebody close to somebody like me, you might hear the energy coming out of my voice right now. And that shit just wakes you up inside. And you're like, fuck it. You can copy anything. Energy is real, guys. I'm trying to tell y'all that. <laughs> energy is real. Um, but enough about that. Uh, also, me and my girl went to, uh, on Sunday, went to the The Baby's concert. The The Baby. What the hell? To The Baby's concert on Sunday. It was a fucking lituation. I was lit as fuck. It was like a whole mosh pit. And me and my girl was actually down in the crowd where he'd be like jumping in that bitch and everything. It was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. It was a lot of fun. He is so talented. He had a lot of talent out there. He brought out Lil Baby uh, to perform their song, Baby, which was everything to me. Also, no, matter of fact, I don't even think they performed that. I think that's what had pissed me off. They performed Toes because he brought out Money Bag Yo as well. But I got footage of all that too, critters. Y'all gotta listen. If y'all if y'all stick, you know what I'm saying, on my social social, social media, if y'all on that bitch. Let me slow it down because I'm talking fast. That's why I'm <laughs> fucking up my words. If y'all like tap into my social media from IG or Facebook, whatever, you'll see all this footage, man. I'm telling you, when I tell you, life has just been lit. Life is lit. So hopefully I'm lighting up your lives right now, man. Straight up. It's just a time to celebrate. I just feel it going into this new year, 2020. I feel so alive. And I know me and mine are taking off to the next level. So it's just so exciting, man. It's just nothing but excitement and happiness and joy every day. So yes, the baby showed the fuck out. It was a fucking situation. Me and my girl had an amazing time. Um, so from that, honestly, guys, in regards to me, I have literally just been walking my walk and talking my talk. Living in the present and loving every moment of it. Okay? And when I say that, I mean that on every level. I walk my walk. I talk my talk. I speak my truth. I don't allow anybody to get over on me and settle for, settle for less. Nothing. I have been, listen, walking and talking in my truth. Okay? So please, everybody who, listen, you listening to this shit right now, that's all I ask everyone to try to do today. Walk in your truth and speak your truth. Don't let fear and doubt and whatever conquer you. Fuck that. Speak your truth, man. Watch how smooth your life play out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, I want to wrap this up. Enough about Damu. I've been chilling, guys, and honestly, just taking it one day at a time. Straight up. One day at a time. Just being still. Being still and being present. And waiting for things to just continue to line up for me, man. From job opportunities, career, fucking goals, man. Everything is just playing out. One day at a time. Show off that and into some current events. <laughs> the most exciting part of the site. Anyways, yeah, I want to touch current events. Y'all know, I, I usually try to tap into current events a little bit. You know, I don't really take off into them as much. But there's been a lot going on, obviously, in the world, as always. Uh, I want to touch on a little bit of everything. So this might get a little crazy, <laughs> might bounce around a little here and there. But needless to say, we're going to get into it. Woo, what we got going on? All right. So 
Y'all know I had to take a sip of that Jenny Jen Jen, uh, nigga. Woo! Okay. So, first and foremost, I wanted to start off by addressing um, a few things that I, I guess, <laughs> have kind of bothered me. I don't know if you guys tuned in, but, like, Summer Walker has, for the most recent part of her tour, she's been kind of vocal about her social anxiety. Most recently, she posted a, a video on IG and she just, you know, aired it all out. She was just tired of feeling bullied uh, and pressured and all this stuff. And people just think she's a liar, think she's putting on and all of this stuff. It's really sad to see. So she came on IG and she basically made a video and expressed herself and said flat out that this is the reason why so many celebrities off themselves, period, point blank. She said that, now, mind you, she says she's living her best life and that she's good. But the things that she's already had to endure, endure, like she has not even been in the industry like this that long for things to have heated up like this. So she's in the spotlight. She's fucking amazing. People always come for you when you're in a, I mean, it's just a part of the dirty ass industry, bro. Is this what comes with it? And that's life in general. You know, somebody always going to be talking about you somewhere. But the amount of bullying she's received after coming out about her social anxiety is ridiculous. And this is why people keep shit in. People don't tell people what they got going on. Because motherfuckers always find a way to throw your shit and toss it a thousand ways and make you feel even more less than you already do. So it's really fucked up. I really don't appreciate how people have been doing it. I just feel like motherfuckers just need to be more respectful and mind your fucking business. But no, we can't do that in our society. We don't know how to do that. That's ridiculous to me, man. This girl has been putting up with shit like this, has had to endure like all the type of hatred and you know what I'm saying? People bad mouthing her. She doesn't do like literally, this is such a sweet girl, bro. And I've never even met her in person, but I just know her aura speaks volumes. And I just I just can't stand the way like the industry is really beating up, beating her up. But she's still standing firm, she's still selling out motherfucking shows and motherfucking doing her shit on the Forbes list. Okay, so baby, get your bag. Fuck what a bitch got to say. Fuck what a hater got to say, baby. Do you? Because you're great. And I, for one, love you. <laughs> so off that, um, in some political news, Kamala Harris drops out of the presidential race. Uh, apparently, I had read an article about Miss Kamala Harris. She was a person of color. She is actually a black woman in the presidential race. And... Apparently, she dropped out. They said that her stance was never clear on a lot of different uh, topics, a lot of different controversies in the race. Her stance was never clear. She was always one way and then the next, or she would say one thing in one breath, and then it'd be a whole other thing she would propose. It was just like, seemed like Shorty wasn't ready, but it could also have been she could have been pressured. You know what I'm saying? You know how this media likes to stir shit up. Somebody could have just said, bitch, you better get your black ass up out of this motherfucker. Shit. And put the heat on her. Threatened her and some more shit. Y'all understand, bro. Like, ooh. This government. This whole fucking shit. <laughs> it's all corrupt. It's so dirty. Oh. Why, Lord? It's so dirty. Mm. Anyways. Speaking of fucking dirty. Zimmerman apparently is... Suing Trayvon Martin's lawyer 
for a hundred million fucking dollars, dude. I don't know how, what, when, why. Oh, apparently he's suing for defama a defamation lawsuit. This ugly motherfucker really, really defamation. Bitch ass, you know what? Mm -mm. I have cleared my chakras for the day, aligned myself, and I have, I'm not going to do it. Not today. You will not do it. But that's that on that. We'll move on. <laughs> um, I wanted to highlight some bullshit that's also been going on in, in the world. Uh, most recently in Gwinnett County, where I live in Atlanta, um, there's been some van snatching Apparently a white van riding around, snatching little black babies up, black little girls, okay, snatching us up for our organs. You know, on that black market where they sell them organs like it's nothing. You got, And you know why? It's because it's these motherfucking old crusty ass fucking Decepticons. Yes, I'm talking about you, you crackers, coons. I'm sorry. No, it's not nice. Not me. Stop. It's some really dirty ass people, okay, and they're like Rothschild, people like that, who who are probably living past the time that they should have probably been gone because they have the money to do it. So they buy new organs and fresh hearts and fresh livers and get them implanted. So it's like basically you have a whole new body inside, but you still look like an ugly motherfucking. Zombie on the outside, bitch, because you dead, in and out. Your soul dead, your body dead. I'm going to stop. But anyways, y'all please be careful. Keep your babies near you. It's it's, it's a cold world out there. It's, it's scary as fuck. But babies are getting snatched. This is not a new phenomenon. But most recently, it's been heightened, which is why they're talking about it or choosing to talk about it in the news, which they barely even covered in the news. You got to go searching for shit like this. It's fucking a shame. But they snatching up our babies. So please do not let your babies out of your sight. Okay? Ain't no walking to the corner store by yourself. No. Fuck all that. Not right now. It's 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 dangerous. It's too dangerous. So please keep an eye on your babies, y'all. Please keep an eye on your babies. Um, today is December the 4th, technically. <laughs> Although I'm not producing this till tomorrow. I wanted to shed light on the fact the significance of today, December the 4th. In 1969, Fred Hampton was murdered, brutally murdered in his sleep by the feds. You can actually go online and they actually have, okay, the documents that the FBI had planned to take this man out, to assassinate this man. They gotta understand. They have plans. They have agendas. And none of this shit is by default and just by chance. Oh, he passed away in his sleep. But then, nah, bitch. If y'all don't know that by now, come on now. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to get with the shit, okay? But uh, it's a significant day because that was a brother of ours that we lost. And we can have, since then, I mean, it's done nothing but escalate. The amount of my people, my African-American, my people of color, men and women, <clears throat> children, okay? Young adults, just getting their lives, their souls snatched by this crooked-ass system. And they continue to do it. If you don't tame the beast, if you don't check the beast early, I mean, there's no stopping it now. It's ridiculous. It's scary. And that brings me to, uh, honestly, 
my last little current event, which is these awesome, awesome movies that uh, I went to go see. Me and my girlfriend went to go see over the weekend. First of which is 21 Bridges. And the second is Queen and Slim. 21 Bridges, played by none other than Chadwick Boseman, uh, which is Black Panther's main actor, star actor from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman did another awesome, awesome job in 21 Bridges. Uh, both of these movies came out Friday. Uh, me and my girl went to go see both of them. Both on, both on. Uh, needless to say, Chadwick Boseman, once again, did a tremendous job in, in this movie. Awesome, awesome movie. Uh, just to give y'all a little backdrop on what it was about. Uh, says, after uncovering a massive conspiracy, an embattled NYPD detective joins a citywide manhunt for two young cop killers. As the night unfolds, he soon becomes unsure of who to pursue and who's in pursuit of him. When the search intensifies, authorities decide to take extreme measures by closing all of the Manhattan's 21 bridges to prevent the suspects from escaping. So that's just the basically synopsis of what the movie is about. Chadwick Boseman's father dies in the beginning of, or yeah, in the beginning of a funeral for Chadwick Boseman's father, who was actually murdered by another cop. He was, well, actually he was not, it wasn't by another cop. It was actually really like a regular pedestrian that killed a cop. So he gets the name cop killer as he grows up and he takes on his, you know, follows in his father's footsteps, becomes a cop himself. Um, and they call him, oh, the, the cop that kills cop killers and all this shit, which really, he never was that. He clearly, you can see in the movie, throughout the movie that he was always provoked when he had to, you know what I'm saying? Escalate or kill someone basically. But this movie was another awesome, awesome movie. I love the whole synopsis. I love how he played this position. Um, and basically I'll get into a little bit more of like the breakdown of what happens as we get further into the episode, but just know plot twist, <laughs> plot motherfucking twist. <sighs> Speaking of plot twists, Queen and Slim, another awesome, awesome film. My gosh, took the cake for me. I mean, I was in tears, motherfucking, when me and my baby was in there watching that movie. By the end of that movie, I was through, okay? Fucking through. It was next level amazing. I loved everything about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, from the film itself, the actual picture, the shots that were taken, the music, the scenes, the emotions that it drew in. Uh, uh, look, I'm already into the review. <laughs> so let's just go, we might as well just go on and get into this thing. But yes, a lot of, lot of great movies came out over the weekend. Those weren't the, those were my top two. Obviously the ones that I actually went to go see. Uh, the other ones that I haven't gone to see yet, but I think are going to be also pretty good. Knives Out is one of another one. Me and my girl we're trying to go see, but it was like, damn, going to see three movies in one weekend when we got all this shit going on. Yeah, but I'm still going to go check that out. Knives Out came out. And Dr. Sleep seems like another interesting one as well, but probably not one I'll go out my way to see. So, yeah, that is the wrap up for the current events, Critters. I hope, you know, I'm saying that awoken something in some of you guys. Those of you who weren't aware of the stuff that I just covered Glad I could uh, <laughs> get y'all up to date. So without further ado, 
I guess it's time to transition into the good shit. The main topic, man. Uh-huh. All right, critters. Let's get into this thing. So I know I kind of gave y'all the backdrop on 21 Bridges already. Um, so let me give y'all a little bit of the backdrop or synopsis for Queen and Slim. And then uh, I'm going to break down, you know, my thoughts and review these things. So Queen and Slim, first and foremost, this story was written as an actual book first, written by James Frey and Lena Waithe. Um, but the actual producer, director, whatever, was Mrs. Melina Matsukas. Awesome, awesome, beautiful black woman. Shout out to Melina. She did an awesome, awesome job with this with this film. I, for one, loved it. I would give it a 10 out of 10. Seriously, from beginning to end. So let's get a little synopsis. It says, Slim and, Qu Slim and Queen's first date takes an unexpected turn when a policeman pulls him over for a minor traffic violation. When the situation escalates, Slim takes the officer's gun and shoots him in self-defense. Now labeled cop killers in the media, Slim and Queen feel they have no choice. Excuse me. <laughs> feel they have no choice but to go on the run and evade the law. When a video of the incident goes viral, the unwitting out outlaws soon become a symbol of trauma, terror, grief, and pain for people all across the country. Again, that was written by Lena Waithe, uh, James Frey. This was originally James Frey's story, uh, written by Lena Waithe, screenplay written by Lena Waithe, and directed by Miss Melina Matsukas. Awesome movie. Um, I mean, that synopsis alone says everything <laughs> and kind of gives you, kind of gets you, push you on the scene of what's going on. So it's a very capturing film. A lot of emotions pulled from this individual movie. I was taken on a complete roller coaster ride with emotions. <laughs> I went from being so happy, you know what I'm saying? Not even necessarily that. I think it started off, I went from being like pissed the fuck off because how dirty the cop was that pulled them over for a minor traffic stop violation asked them to get out, completely profiled them, pulled, made them get out the car, and it's freezing cold. I mean, there's snow on the ground, ice everywhere, it's freezing. Made him get out of his car, open his trunk, do a search. You know what I'm saying? And, and as soon as he asked the officer, sir, could you just hurry up, it's cold. That was when the officer decided he wanted to escalate things. and be like, what you say? And told him to put his hands up. Like, sir, my hands are already up. Get on the ground. What? For what? What the fuck did I do? Next thing you know, Shorty getting out the passenger side, telling the cop, look, she's an attorney. She's about to pull out her wallet. Could you just please stop pointing the gun? So he turns around, boom, shoots her. Dead in her motherfucking leg or some random shit. So what happens? My boy Daniel Kalua snatches his gun. Boom. Headshot. Cop dead down over with. Crazy, crazy chain of events. As you know, this story just continues to unfold as the film continues. I won't get too far into the details as far as like certain scenes because I know some of us has, have not already seen the movie. But if you have not, please stop what you're doing and go watch that film. I don't give a fuck if you gotta shit stream that shit online on Put Locker, <laughs> some shit. 
tune in because it was an awesome film. My emotions were everywhere. Um, just like in 21 Bridges. Honestly, 21 Bridges did me the same way. Like my emotions, I was on edge and on the edge of my seat from beginning to end. And it was just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? And it, I think it really captured me because in both movies, what I can say is like both for real time events. These are things that can happen or have happened already. You know what I'm saying? And continue to happen every day because our law enforcement is so fucking grimy, bro. So I meant to tell you guys the director for 21 Bridges is Brian Kirk. Um, producers, uh, Chadwick Boseman for one. Okay. That, that really, I wanted to shout out everybody else, but this shit goes to Chadwick Boseman. He played the hell out of this part. I was so captivated. Um, it really, really exposed the police departments all across the nation and how they get down. They will go to any extent to protect their precincts, to protect. It's a fucking gang, guys. I just want y'all to know that. Policemen are just like the fucking mafia. They work hand in hand with the mafia a lot of the times. Okay? They will turn the other cheek in a second. They will cover up some shit like it's nothing to protect one another. Okay, and it's open season on black people. It's open season on people of color. Open season. If I had a bad day today and I'm a police officer, I'm one of these white police officers, black too, shit, whatever. Police officers. If I had a fucked up day and I just feel like taking it out on somebody, I, I could just go out there and kill a motherfucker today. And guess what? I'm probably just going to get a slap on the wrist. Might get my badge taken away from me for like a couple weeks. Then I'll be back in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the type of climate that we've been living in. Our police department is literally police department, law enforcement from hand, I mean, from the top on down. The police precincts, they used to get away with so much shit because they're at the lowest of level. People don't even, you know what I'm saying? But you got motherfuckers way up in the government offices getting motherfuckers put down, assassinated, quieted, shut the fuck up, paid off, all different types of shit. But um, in 21 Bridges, it's just a major plot twist towards the end that I was about to get into in the uh, <laughs> when I was covering current events. Um, major plot twist because basically Chadwick Boseman ends up being in a situation where he has to expose one of the New York police departments up there that had been honestly moving cocaine, large amounts of cocaine, okay, through the boroughs via the mafia. They were working with the mafia, making extra money on the side, okay? And I want to point out something at the beginning of this movie that Chadwick Boseman's grandmother said to him before he got out and started his day. She was praying for him, and she was like, you know, I pray for you, baby, because every day you walk out this door, you got to go stare the devil in his face, you have to literally stare the devil in his face. And by the devil, she was talking about the law enforcement because he was a part of, you know, he's a police officer. Okay. He's a detective. And he has to go out and face the devil every day. I mean, we all do every day we walk out of our house, but literally working in the belly of the beast, you have to deal and see this demonic shit going on every day. Okay, this ties into a lot of shit, just like people in the industry. They are dealing with the devil. Every day you go to work, you got to be around demons, bro. That shit is not easy. That's why you see people like Summer Walker, okay? Like Ari Lennox, like J. Cole, like so many different, not even just rappers and singers, but actors and actresses as well, all down the line, entertainers. 
Every day they go to work, they got to deal and be around that shit. It will take a toll on you. But Chadwick Bozeman decided that, you know what, he was going to stand for something and believe in something bigger than what was happening. Because of what his father stood for, what his father instilled in him. You know what I'm saying? Which is what my, my mother instilled in me and mine. And that was you believe in something or you fall for everything. So he believed that the badge meant honor. The badge meant protect. You know what I'm saying? The badge meant loyalty and truthfulness. So that's what he stuck to. And in the end, he had to expose. He had to expose some of his very own. And honestly, he had to end. He really killed most of them niggas, which I'm sorry, a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> but in the end, I honestly felt like by the end of that movie, it was the first time I actually felt like justice had been served in a goddamn movie. <laughs> so please go out and watch that. It was a fucking awesome film. Just like I said, Quentin Slim was a next level awesome film. And, you know, they had their own plot twist too, man. From the very beginning, it was like, oh shit, plot twist. Motherfucker, it ain't the cop killing a nigga this time. A nigga killed the fucking cop, laid his ass out, and peeled off. And then they go on a fucking run. They hide and having to do the most just to stay out of the cop's fucking vision. Because they know if they get caught, nigga ain't no going to prison. Yeah, they was going to kill them motherfuckers regardless. Y'all got to understand that. Ain't no, oh, like a white person. A white person, okay. And I'm sorry, white people, this is the truth. This is privilege. Y'all can go out here and kill three cops today. And when they come pick you up, they're going to come and pick you up and put you in the back of a cop car and take you over to jail, to prison. Okay? Or you're going to serve some time. And you might even get out hell. Black person or person of color, baby, when they come out, when they come in for you, trust and believe me, they are not asking fucking questions. They are not cuffing you, bitch. You are over with. It's over with. Because they shoot first. And maybe ask later when they see us. Okay? They already feel threatened when they see our skin color and that's the fucked up thing about it. So we don't get a chance like white people do. We don't get a fucking chance. They don't think twice. They just off us. And why do you think Queen and Slim ran in this movie? That's why. Because they knew. Shorty is a whole attorney. She literally defends people in the, in the court of law every fucking day for a living. And she knew. She knew that they had to run. She was the one who made the decision to run. Not old boy, not Slim. He was like, no, my family, I can't just leave. I can't just run. Let's just, let's just turn ourselves in. She was like, no. Ain't no turn ourselves in. They're not going to turn us in. We are dead. We have, you have literally just killed a cop. They ain't going to be asking questions. They're not cuffing us. They're taking us. Nigga, we are dead if they find us. So they ran. So they ran. And that I'm, I'm sorry to bounce back and forth, but I'm going to pick back up right there. But I wanted to note something that uh, in the movie 21 Bridges, that one of the guys that, had, uh, that was with, uh, well, the two cop killers that Chadwick Boseman is chasing throughout the movie, one of them is a black man. Okay, both of them, both of the killers that had killed all the cops were ex-military, ex-marines, actually. Okay, needless to say, the black, the black, you know, assailant, he really didn't kill any of the cops. The main person that killed all the cops was the white guy that he was with. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. Towards the end of the movie, 
that boy said something so, I mean, it literally summed up the whole movie. But he said he was running. He was running, running. He just kept running. He was running the whole fucking movie. He was just running. He was like, when Chadwick Boseman had him pinned, finally had got caught up to him in the train station. He was just like, sir, you have been the first cop tonight that has not, that has, that has decided, that has actually spoken to me first. That has asked a question, asked first, and then shot later. You have been the first cop, the only cop that has not shot at me first and then want to ask questions after the fact, which is why he stood there and he told that man what the fuck was really going on, how he had drives in his hand that would expose the whole police department and why things haven't really been adding up for Chadwick Boseman the whole motherfucking day. So it was just so, so, so crazy, so divine. But when he said that, it, that just spoke volumes. Because in both movies, it was like niggas was running. Niggas was running. And why? For their lives. Because they knew dealing with the cops, dealing with the feds, bro. When they see people of color, ain't no second thought. My nigga, they putting us down like stray dogs. They ain't asking no fucking questions. Okay? So it was, it was a lot of plot twists. It was so deep. Oh, my God. On so many levels. So it was like so many emotions that were pouring through me on both movies. Queen and Slim, I think, really just triggered me because it was like it was a it was a story of not only just conquering, OK, conquering fears, but it was also, you know, obviously a little bit political in, in response to, you know, the cop killings and cop brutality and how they make us up in the media as black people. But it was a love story as well. You know, they called on the black Bonnie and Clyde and all that shit, but I don't even want to say that. Fuck the Bonnie and Clyde shit, bro. Yeah, they was on some ride or die shit, but it was like, it wasn't even like they were trying to be. See, Bonnie and Clyde, they was on that fuck shit to be on that fuck shit. They had prior records and you know that's just the lifestyle that they live these two men and women this black man and this black this queen they live regular lives as regular civilians they went to work shorty was a whole attorney okay homeboy was just the average worker like dead ass go to work every day just loves his family they just live regular lives they were forced into these positions because they didn't want to lose their lives. They knew they had they were young. They had so much life to live. But when that happened that night, that situation that could have literally been a you know, a, honestly a warning and he could have just let them keep moving or whatever, write them the ticket and let them keep going. He chose to escalate that situation. The cop chose to escalate the situation because that he changed those people people's lives forever. Yeah, he may have lost his life in the beginning, but after that Slim and Queen's lives were never the same. And in the end, it was over with. But from it, it was so beautiful because it was followed a story of love. They found love within each other. They journeyed. They Even through the worst of situations, they still found a way to laugh, to smile, to just live in the moment and be present. It was so much emotions in that. I was just like, oh my gosh. Like They got the weight of the world on their shoulders, like all the shit, and they running for their lives, literally running from their, for their lives, but they still enjoying the moment with each other and they fall in love, man. 
fall in love. They find each other's purpose. They really dig into each other. They learn so much in the matter of a couple of days because it wasn't too long after that happened. And you know what I'm saying? <sighs> that movie was everything to me, y'all. <laughs> As you can see. That movie was so deep and it was so captivating. Both movies were very captivating. So I just want to, first off, I want to clap it up for the actors and actresses that came together and really captured those roles because y'all did that shit, okay? Y'all did that motherfucking shit. I loved it from beginning to end. And I just had a few words that I wanted to share um, before I try to wrap this thing up. I hope y'all really liked that review. That was just, you know, honestly, hopefully that wasn't too much of a spoiler. But by now, y'all should have shit. Don't watch it now. Damn, I didn't tell y'all. I didn't say too much, but I said enough. So y'all can really, really understand my, you know what I'm saying? My my stance on both movies. But all in all, both awesome films. I love them to death. And excuse me, I just feel like um both had a lot of deeper meaning. You know what I'm saying? Both films said so much, so much. Both movies brought awareness to the dirty and dark side of the unlawful law enforcement. Literally. I mean, hands down, both of those movies do that. They bring awareness to the dirtiness, to the corruptness in the law enforcement system, bro. It's, it's, it's sick. Let y'all really, let y'all people see. Black people, we are like, we get preyed on every day we walk out the house. We, we got to live in fear because motherfuckers want to terrorize us every fucking day. That's fucked up. So I think that both films did a great job exposing this shit. Okay. Exposing how far the feds and these fucking pigs will go to protect themselves, to protect their gang. Okay, from cover-ups, setups, to brutal brutality and outright cold-blooded murder, these niggas will not stop. This beast is fucking brutal, man. And at some point, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, what what can we do? We protest. We try to be peaceful. I mean, whether we being peaceful or not, they don't give a fuck. They gonna off us, beat us, whatever. I mean, we've got motherfuckers in government. We've had a president, black president. They don't give a fuck about us, y'all. All we can do is, is rise above it. Try to rise above it. But it's hard, okay, when our loved ones are getting snatched from us every day for nothing. Shot at it in front of us. Shot down. That'll put a lot. That'll put a lot of cold, cold ice on your heart, bro. Heart on ice. Heart on ice. Man, listen. So, in all, in a nutshell, um, both of these movies. You know, and this is this is kind of like my word that I wanted to say. You know, in the uplifting part of this all. Because it really is sad, you know, when you think about both movies, it's really sad. It's a phenomenon that this is the climate of the world that we live in. Y'all think they're just making these movies just because? 
They're making movies like this right now because, to bring awareness to the fucking world that we live in, to raise awareness, to get people up, to stand up, to wake up. This shit is sad. But through both of these movies, it does show black people being strong, you know, that we are strong, we are smart, and we are nonetheless, we are resilient. We are not nothing else. We are resilient. You can throw us through the fucking storm and we're going to come out even stronger. They can't defeat. They can't defeat us. So they will beat us, and they'll try to do this. They'll try to kill us off and do stuff like that, bro. We fly above all this shit. They can't. They know we're strong. They know they can never conquer us. They know they can't. But more than anything, it shows that black people, when we come together, we really is some ride or die motherfuckers, because we stand by what we believe in. And I tell you this all the time, man, my mama has always told me, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And in both of these films, you got to see black people standing for something. Queen and Slim, do you know how much strength and power that both of them possessed? Do you know how much influence that them two had? I mean, in a movie, but in real life too, watching a film like that, that will empower someone, some young man, some young woman. Of all ages, fuck it. But even in the film itself, it just showed their impact was incredible. Just by people watching them endure what they were enduring. It was obviously police brutality. But from that, they just kept going. You know what I'm saying? They stood strong. They had each other's back. And they said, we're going to get through this one way or another. That's what we got to do, guys. We got to stand tall. We got to stand firm on everything we believe in. We're going to continue to let them tell us these lies, feed us these lies, and believe them. You're going to continue to let them tell you who you are. We have got to come together, man. You got to believe in something. Chadwick Boseman in that movie, 21 Bridges, he single-handedly stood by what he believed in. He stood by it, stood tall, stood firm. He would not be defeated. He would not be conquered. So he kept going. He kept going. He kept chasing the demons down until he got his answers. And in the end, he ended up having to expose his very own. But that, that didn't hold him back from exposing. Wrong is wrong, man. Wrong is fucking wrong. When you're wrong, you're fucking wrong, man. And killing somebody cold-blooded, just to cover up your secrets, it's fucking wrong. Everybody knows wrong is wrong and right is right. There is no justification. Like, it is what it is. And you know when something is wrong because of how it hits your conscience. If you have a conscience, you feel that shit. You be like, fuck, I done did some fucked up shit. Trust me, man, you don't want to lay yourself to rest with all that shit on your chest. It's time for us to start raising our consciousness and being real with ourselves. And standing in the shit that we believe in. But all I ask critters today is if y'all could, by anything, if y'all don't do anything else, believe in yourself. Everything else will fall in place. But you got to start believing in you. I don't give a fuck what you're going through right now, where you're at in this life. However you think you might be defeated, you might be alone, you feel betrayed, let down, misunderstood, depressed, whatever you're feeling right now. I just ask y'all to do me 
Do this for Damu, man. Let go of everything. Just let it all fucking go. Pretend like this world don't even exist. It's so fucking little. It looks like a fucking marble on the ground. And just step back. Just imagine you have angel wings and you're just floating away from all of this bullshit. And you're looking down on it. Like, wow. I was really going to let that, to de- I was really going to allow that to defeat me? No. Choose to stand up and love yourself today and stand for something. Stand for yourself. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Because it always is going to come back full circle to you in the end. It's always going to come back full circle, critters. <laughs> That's my piece on that. That's just how I feel. That's that on that. <laughs> And that's all I want to do. I just want to empower my people, man. I want to come together. I'm all about coming together right now because this is a time of celebration. We're going into a new year, guys. Okay. I'm going to be, I got a lot going on this month in regards to just celebrating and, you know, moving into the next fucking chapter. I can't even say this is a chapter of my life. This is a whole new book that I'm walking into, guys. So um, it's such a beautiful thing to be on this podcast and be sharing this with you guys. Y'all are seeing my growth day by day. And man, we just going to keep doing this. We're going to keep raising our frequency, loving each other, spreading love, spreading light, you know, and coming together and standing for what we believe in. Y'all have not already gone to tune into these movies that I just named throughout the podcast. Please take some time out. Okay. You ain't even got to go and motherfucking spend no money to go and watch it. Okay. I might just put a link on here to the actual uh, streaming site that you can watch these movies on just because I want my people to be able to watch this movie so bad. If you got a laptop or you got a computer or whatever, listen, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all something to stream it on and tune in. So much, so much energy, so much beauty, uh, so much light came from these movies. And I hope y'all felt this energy today because, Lord, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I am feeling it. But um, yeah, guys, I just thank y'all for tuning in, staying with me. I got newer, fresh content coming every week. I promise all December long, I'm getting to work. Okay. This is my passion. I love doing this. Uh, and if I can continue to do this until I can do it, make a living off of it, which if I've already manifested, then baby, Damo coming. <laughs> Damo is on the way. But critters, listen, I love y'all. I got to get out of here. Again, stand for something. Be strong. Be resilient. I love y'all. Hold it down. If you haven't already caught up on older episodes, please go back. Get caught up. Tune into some episodes. Jump around a little bit. I don't care. It's there for you guys. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully this touched somebody where where it needed to. Again, it's been another awesome episode of the I Know Diamond Knows podcast. And it's your host, none other than Damu. And, uh, Ah